This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Hallelujah. I love you, Lord. Take time. Come on, take time. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, today. Take time and just love God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. What an awesome and wonderful God we serve. Our scripture. Oh, so befitting of this song. Our scripture. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 12. ESV. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 12. And it reads, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Let us pray. God, our creator, sustainer, redeemer, we ask right now in a special way that you speak to us. Open our ears that we may hear, our minds that we may understand, our hearts that we might believe. Spirit of the living God, just fall fresh on us. And we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. God, even if it was not our intent to hear from you on today, speak to us anyway. And let us hear, then let us do what your word tells us to do. We thank you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow, God loves us. God cares for us. I'll stop it today. Love is what love does. Hallelujah. This is a year of action. We've been talking about that. We've been talking about how this is a year of action. Uh, we've studied the word of God. We've sang the songs of Zion. We've prayed. We've taught. We've discussed what we ought to do. We've had a lot of discussions, a lot of committee meetings. A lot of getting together, a lot of talking about what we ought to do. But this year, 2021, is a year of action as we strive for excellence in kingdom building. So what are we to do? We've been talking about how faith without works is dead. we got to get things done. We've talked about how God, how Jesus said that he wanted us to do his Father's will. We have to be about his Father's business. He has stuff for us to do. So what is it we ought to do? Well, there has been at least one thing that every Christian has been taught and every Christian know that we ought to do, that we should do. Oh yeah, that's one thing. Nothing else. If you lost about how I should do this, how I should do that, you know there's one thing that as a Christian we all should do. And I'm saying to us today that we all can do and we all must do. But Pastor, what is that? And that's love. At a minimum, if nothing else, we all ought love. I know what you just said. Somebody said, oh, pastor, 
not another sermon on love. Whew. Hear me out today, though. Hear me out today. This is truly a day that the Lord has made. Oh, yeah, this, this day, this day right here. You can't help but love on today. Today is the day you just got to love. Yeah, listen, forget everything else. You can't help but love on today. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody should love every time, all the time. Everybody should love. Not, not, not just Christians. Everybody should love. But, but even if you're not saved, people think about love on today. Yeah. But we are. Yes. Those of us who love Christ. We are. I want you to hear me today. We truly ought to love Especially those of us living in America of African descent. What are you talking about? All right. It's just like everything has come together. Like the stars lined up. It's like everything just came together for this day. So you need to sit on the edge of your chair, get on the edge of your couch, get up on the bed a little bit, you know, kind of move the pillow to the side so you can hear and not just kind of doze off and come back on. Yeah, that's, that's right. Kind of sit up, kind of wake up and get, get ready because this is a word for us that God will bless us with mightily on this day. Think about it when I say the stars kind of lined up. Look at what happened. Today is Valentine's Day. That's right. I'm, I'm sorry. I, you, you didn't get a card, did you? I'm sorry. Oh, you forgot to get the fly. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, anyway, you know, you, you, know, you, you got to hit somewhere in the house. You know, so you'll find it. You, 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 I know, I know you, but anyway, today is Valentine's Day. Yeah, it, it's a day when... Even the world calls it a day of love. Yeah, folks don't even know Jesus. It's a day of love. We celebrate love. We, will you be my Valentine? Yeah, it, it, it's when, now, when, this is Sunday, so you're not really in school, but, but when you're in school and you're sending a Valentine, you're weeping on Valentine. Y'all know way back, for some of us, way back, for some of us, happening right now, when you write that little note, it says, I love you. Do you love me? And put the box yes or no, and those who weren't confident would say maybe, because you don't really want to get your heart broken. But but it's a time with everybody. Valentine's Day, when everybody is thinking about love, that, that's today. All right, so let me make my case. Here we go. So this today is Valentine's Day, but but not only this. Look at this. Valentine's Day, February fourteenth, falls right dab smack in the middle of Black History Month. I know what you're saying, Pastor does that every year. But for some reason, it didn't hit me before. As we're talking about love, and we're talking about we as a people, particularly those of African descent, when we look at our lives, when we look at our culture, when we look at our history, and realize that we have Black History Month, which happens to be the month with the less number of days in it out of all the months. But anyway, we got Black History Month, and in the middle of Black History Month is a day that everybody commemorates love. Ah, that's something to take account of today. And here it is on a Sunday. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Get another opportunity to preach about love on Valentine's Day in Black History Month. Somebody say, to God be the glory. Woo. Listen, this is what I'm saying. Loving God while living in America has been and is our legacy. If we had not loved God, we definitely 
would not have made it as far to what this country has dished out to us who live in America. Mm -hmm. Love for God is not an abstract, intangible state of being. No, not for us. Loving God has been and remains a stable force in our existence that has allowed us to continue to exist and thrive in the midst of surviving in this country. We have done more in this land than survive. Yes, we have done more, and we have and will continue to not just survive, but thrive. As long as we continue with that which has brought us safe thus far on our way. Seeing that it was loving God that has brought us safe thus far, let's look at three things relative to how love is what love does and how love makes a difference in today's society. First thing, the first thing that you have to do, I have to do, the first thing you have to do is love you. Yeah, love you. You can't get anywhere in life without first loving you. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the commandment. Jesus said, love your, the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Let's start with that. Love you. Yeah, yeah. It said that you must love you. You must love, you have to love you. Let me help you. Let me help you. For those who are so critical of yourself, let me help you with that. God loves you. God loves you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my time to say it because some people don't realize it. So many people dump so much stuff on you. So many people talk about you and what you haven't done right and how wrong you are and how you didn't do this and you didn't do that or you should have done this and you should have done that. Yes, out of all of that, the one who created you loved you. You need to know God loves you. Oh, get that in, get that in, get that in. God loves you. You're not that awful that God can't love you. In spite of what others say about you, maybe to other folk and not to you, whatever they might post about you, whatever folk might tweet about you, whatever else is done about you, God loves you and you're something special. You are worth loving. Oh yeah, I'm slowing down right here. You are worth loving. Go, go ahead, go ahead, type it in. I am worth loving. Yeah, God loves you. You're worth loving. You, you have to love you. Jesus is commanding you to love you. Oh, I'm not, I'm not talking about being narcissistic. I'm not talking about loving only you. I will get to that. But, but you need to love you. You, you, need, you need to love you enough to care for the body that God has given you. You need to love you enough to make sure that you're taking care of you. You, you need to, to plan for the future for you. Think about you. you. Listen, you are worth loving. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. Love you. I, I, I'm going to move on, but I want you to take time. Some people feel uncomfortable with loving yourself. No. Love you. That, that's what God tells us to do. We command you to do that. 
Now, now understand this. This is Black History Month, but we, we talk about Black History all the time, for example, just not just this month. But when I say you need to love you, love you, I'm not just talking about you as you as an individual. When I say we need to love you, I'm saying you need to love you, which means we need to love each other as black folk. That's right. Anybody else black is you. That's what I'm talking about now. Yeah. Everybody black you. I want you to see you as being black. You, you as being you. Yeah, everybody. We're talking about loving each other. Loving, loving black folk. Like you love you. Love you. Make you all black folk. Pastor, what the world you talking about? I'm saying, the way you love you, you need to be loving all the black folk. Now, I know somebody said, Pastor, that's so racist. No, it's not. I'm empowering you to love you and to love folk who look like you. Yeah, who you color. Well, Pastor, what the world you talking about? You got to understand this. There was a time in our culture where we all were linked together in such a way that at a minimum, when we saw one another, we at least spoke to one another. There was a time when we did that. We would speak to one another when we saw them on the street. We didn't know you. But we didn't, we, you could have been visiting for another town or whatever else. But if somebody black saw somebody else black, they would always, what's up? How you doing? Wave, something. Something. When did we lose that? We, we had a connection. We had a caring for each other because we realized we were in this together. We were going through the same struggle. Oh, I never forget. One time I almost got in my most trouble, uh, deep trouble with my dad. I was with my dad one day as a child, and he was uh, meeting another pastor. And this pastor had his son with him. And there I am, and there my dad is, and, and he's meeting the pastor, and the pastor has his son there, and we're going to meet each other. And as my dad goes to meet his friend who's, who, who he's meeting, as he goes to meet him, they're speaking to each other. They're meeting and then his son, the guy's son, the pastor's son, and me saw each other. We made eyes, and we looked at each other and we said, Now, y'all remember that? Remember that? As we said, we looked, he looked at me, I looked at him, and my dad, our dad's talking, and we said, That was it. So my dad kind of stopped talking, and he said, Son, speak to, speak to, my, speak to the boy. I said, I spoke to him, Dad. You like, and both of them were like, you ain't saying nothing, or you you calling me a liar? I said no, no, Dad, I, I spoke to him. What do you mean you spoke to him? You didn't say anything to him. I said no, no, Dad. And then the young man started saying, what's I saying to him? Oh no, we, we spoke, we spoke. He said, what do you mean you spoke? Y'all didn't say anything. He said we said. <laughs> so, now I don't know if that's the beginning of how we get to where we are today, that we started not really speaking and just saying. And then start saying, and then start saying, and then start. I don't know if we got to work with even caring enough about each other to at least speak. And, and at a minimum, we ought to care enough to speak to each other. We ought to care enough to, to acknowledge the other's existence. Oh yeah, we got to do that. We have to get back to loving you. And I'm saying, we all this together. When I say you, I'm talking about you should be loving all black folk. Yeah. In America, 
Keep this in mind. Yeah, in America, we as black, we still all are one. Yeah. Yeah, you still gonna be treated as if you're black. Uh-huh. I don't care if you move out the neighborhood. You move out the black neighborhood, you still black. You get a better job, you still black. You make more money, you still black. You get a better car, you still black. You get a great position, you still black. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of people, and let me say this too, before people start getting upset what I'm talking about. By their own definition, if you got a drop of black blood in you, you black. Somebody say, he ain't talking about all us, because I'm partially black. No, you black. And everybody black, we got to be sticking together. Why you say we got to stick together? Well, I can tell you, there were those who felt that we didn't really have to stick together. You know, you get to a certain level, you don't have to worry about it. You, you do remember when, 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 when Tiger Woods got right there with, he won the Masters, and the first thing somebody said to him, oh, because the person who wins the Masters gets to determine what the, the dinner will be the next year. Yeah, somebody made a comment. Oh, I guess we gotta have fried chicken collard greens. By the way, what's wrong with fried chicken collard greens? <laughs> but anyway, I mean, the comment was made saying, yeah, yeah, you know, he went all this, but he's still black. Uh, you just go on and on down, down the road, and we have to hang in there together. We have to hang together. We have to love each other. We have to get back to loving blacks. We gotta get back, and I'm, I'm saying it, if we're loving each other, we're not killing each other. Can, can you hear me today? If we love it and we respect one another as our brother or sister because we are one, I'm not, I'm saying it's you. You gotta love you. And part of you is anybody else who looks like you. I'm saying we ought to get to the point we stop the hating and, and stop the pulling each other down, but, but saying wonderful and wonderful and kind things about each other. And when we mess up, we can hold each other accountable. Hold somebody else accountable who you, how you will hold yourself accountable for whatever you've done. Oh yeah, yeah, we're in this together. This Black History Month, but this is Black History Year. This is Black History Decade. This is Black History Century. Because if you're black, you're gonna be black. And if you pass it for something other than black folk, find out you got black blood in you, you're black too, all right? And why we wanna say to you is what's up? Because we all in this together. I'm just saying, can you imagine how the violence in our community would change if we all saw each other as one another, as I am you and you are me? So the first thing we gotta do is love you. And when I say love you, I mean loving others who look like you. Yes, we gotta do that. We have to love, we have to love, we have to care. And we have to love in such a way that we inspire others to be more. We have to do that. We have to love that way. Do you realize, I can't say it enough, no matter what you think, we, we cannot, you cannot afford to be looking down on others because of the color of their skin and the color of their skin is the same as your color. You should be looking down on anybody, period. But we sure enough, you sure enough gotta love you, and part of you is all of us. All right, I'm moving on. Second point, second point, second thing. Second thing we have to do. If I'm clear about this, second thing we have to do is we have to love others. <laughs> you said I get away from that. No. We love you, but you gotta also love others. The great commandment tells us easily, tells us, we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love our neighbors as ourselves. Ourselves is all of the black folk, but we need to love others also. That's the great thing about this. Love other black folk, that's loving you. But then we have to love those who are not black, who don't look like you. 
We are called upon to love everybody and to love everybody else. That's something we can physically, mentally, and within our, all of our abilities, emotionally, that's something we can do. That's the great part of our history. When we look at the Civil Rights Movement, those who fought, suffered, bled, and even died, they did it because they truly loved God enough to love those who oppressed them. That type of nonviolent protesting and that type of allowing other folk to put their hands on them, put them in harm's way. They were saying to America, we love you. Mm. What do you mean we love you? They were saying to America, we love you so much that we want to see God bless America because America needs to do what God has instilled within everybody who's living to do. And that's to care for each other. God loves us all, not just black folk. God loves everybody. And God expects us to love each other, not just black folk, but to love everybody. He expects us to love in such a way that our love will, will propel others to love him. We have to love with an unselfish love. And we can tell you, I can tell you, that that's what has happened through generation after generation. That's how our foreparents were able to make it. They love God. Listen, when you're loving others, you don't love others because you trust others and you know others are going to do the right thing. No, you love others because you trust God. Our foreparents were able to live and do all that they've done because they trusted God. And God had given them a way to act. Even when other people are acting up, God showed them how they are at and shows us today how we are at and the things we are do. As unjust as this society might be, with all of the injustices all around us, with all the things that happen and, and all the meanness and all the hatred and all the unjust systems that are put in place, God is still showing us, you're my child and no weapon formed against you will prosper. We have to trust God with all of our hearts and lean out to our own understanding and all of our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path. We are God's people and God knows what we're going through. I know you say, well, why the world God allow us to go through this? Why did God allow us to go through slavery? Why did God allow us to go through all these things? Listen, the fact that we've gone through what we've gone through and how we've gone through what we've gone through, we have to acknowledge it was God who brought us through it. Don't get away from God. We gotta love God with everything we have. And as we love God, we have to love others. Can't say that enough. Quit picking out people you can't stand. And I've told you over and over, for example, when you say there's somebody who you don't want to make me in heaven, you prefer that when they die that they will go to a very warm climate. And when you think that, when you begin to say that about somebody, I, I don't want them, I, I, don't, I won't know. When they die, I, I, don't want, I don't want to meet them in heaven. If that's your attitude, you will not meet them in heaven. Let me say that again. If that's your attitude, you will not meet them in heaven. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell you that right now. Because if that's your attitude, you might meet them, but it won't be in heaven. God has called us all to have a love. It's his will that none should perish. So there should be nobody who we're so upset with, who we're so mad with. Listen, we get upset with what people do, but we got to understand this. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and wickedness, evils in high place. We're upset with the things that the devil does and the things that the devil do, but we are not to be so mad with each other that we can't do things. I know it with there's injustice. I know you say, well, well, you know, uh, they treat people, black people so bad and all this sort of stuff. And we keep talking about how it is that 
Black Lives Matter. Yes. Well, what do you mean by that? Some people still hadn't caught on to why we say Black Lives Matter. But let me, let me tell you how. Let me give you just a small, a small bit of how we can tell you Black Lives Matter. You do recognize that we did have a black president. And I can tell you if that black president had told black folk or anybody else that we ought to tear down a couple of Confederate monuments in any of the cities, more or less Washington, D.C. And he just said that to folk and folk did that, I can guarantee you, before he, after making that speech, and somebody pulled down one of the little monuments or one of the anything that I can guarantee you that before he made it back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, um, Michelle and the children and the mother-in-law all would have been outside the gates. And they would have been going through no process of trying to figure out how you can impeach him and how you, they, they'd have done all that later. He'd have been gone. That's how we treat black folk. Yeah, I can't figure out now how, how other folk get a privilege and be able to do all kind of things. Not, not, not just talk about doing all kind of things, but do all kind of things and yet be treated so differently. That, that's just another example of why we have to say black lives matter. I, I know everybody, love, God loves everybody. He doesn't love just black folk. But I'm telling you, black folk down through the history have loved God because of everything we've been through and how God has kept us and sustained us and how we were able to hold on to his unchanging hand. I'm telling you, how we were able to even encode, I'm telling you how you love others, how you even encode, even in this building that we're worshiping now, even in this building, I can see those who were enslaved when they had to get away and they could sing the song right in front of their oppressors and they were saying, steal away. Steal away to Jesus. Steal away home. I ain't got long to stay here. That meant they were on their way through the Underground Railroad to go to freedom. And they could sing it in the midst of their oppressors. Oh yeah, when they said wade in the water, they weren't just saying wade in the water because God in trouble water. They were saying wade in the water because when you're in the water, the dogs can't get your sin. Oh, I'm trying to tell you, our foreparents had great sins, but they trusted in God and God was in them. God guided them to get them where they're going to go. Lastly, let me get to the last point. Because I want you to know, let me say this again. Let me get this point again. You don't love others because you trust them. No, you love others because you trust God. I said, you don't love others because you trust them. You love others because you trust God. Lastly, we have to do what comes first. When I say we've got to do what comes first, this is, what, this is the last point. We have to love God. Mm -hmm. See, see, it comes first, even though I made it the third point, it comes first because the way that you love you is to love God. The way that you love others is to love God. And how can you not love God? Because this text tells us God is love. How can you not love love? Y'all got to hit me there. How can you not love love? God is love. What a day. Valentine's Day. What a day. Black History Month. What a day. What a time to love God. Let's look at the text in 1 John. Four, begin in verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Mm -hmm. 
And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Mm. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Again, you can't help but love love. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world. You know where I'm going? God sent his only son into the world because God loved us. God cared for us. And Jesus came, lived on this earth, went about doing good. God loves us and gave his son for us. He says, verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Verse 12, No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. I want you to take time to read all of 1 John chapter 4. Take time if you get a chance. Read all of it. But I'm going to skip down to verse 20. This is the point I want to make. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. Yeah. He who loves his, he, for if anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God who he has not seen. I'm done. Listen, let me ask you something. When I said you have to love you, you haven't seen God, but have you seen you? No, have you seen you? Yeah, have you taken the time to look at you? Well, love you. You haven't seen God, but have you seen your neighbor? Have you seen others that might have made you upset, made you mad? Yeah, you've seen them. Yeah. You can't truly love you. You can't truly love your neighbor until you love God. You can't really love God. You can't really love others. You really can't love you. You can't love others without God. And that's the great thing about God. God becomes our help. He becomes our strength. He says, once you love me, everything else falls into place. All this is ridiculous. Loving you and loving black folk and loving other folk and loving all, all of this is ridiculous if you try your best to attempt to do it without God. Can't do it. You got to trust God. You got to trust God. But what are you trusting? John 3.16 says it best. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 10 and 9, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God is raised from the dead, you shall be saved. When the Holy Spirit comes to take a residence in you, when you say, Lord, I've sinned, I've come short, everybody has sinned. Everybody has done terrible things. Everybody has done stuff that was not pleasing to God. Don't, don't pick out somebody better than you. No, no, we all have sinned and come short. But God loves us all. And he, he's ready. If you haven't given your heart to God, you can do it right now. He's ready to take us. 
He's ready to change us. He's ready to transform us. He's ready to transform our minds, our hearts. He's ready to move in us. And when the Holy Spirit living in us, we now have the strength. We now have the ability. We can love like God wants us to love. We can care like God wants us to care. We can give like God wants to give. We can live like God wants us to live. You can have the joy that only comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Oh yes, you can do that. Woo! I'm trying to tell Tina Turner what love got to do with it. Got everything to do with it. Because he loved us so much that Jesus came through 42 generations, came to this earth and went about doing good. Out of all the good he did, folk talked about him, ridiculed him. You thought you were talking about him. You thought you were ridiculed. Come on, you said you want to be like Jesus. Take it. It's coming. But understand that God loves you. God cares for you. He loved his only begotten son. Even after all the way they treated Jesus. Can you see him? He didn't do anything wrong, but they arrested him. I said, he didn't do anything wrong, but they arrested him. They took him from judgment hall to judgment hall. Whipped him all night long. For your sins, for my sins. Can you see our Lord and Savior when they marched him up to Golgotha's hill? They put nails in his hands and nails in his feet with a crown of thorns on his head. And on the cross, he hung there for you. He hung there for me. The blood ripped from his veins. Can you see our Lord and Savior, the Lamb of God, who taken away the sins of the world? He died that we might live. He died that we might have joy. He died that we might have life and have it more abundantly. The Bible says he died, but the story doesn't stop there. They placed him in a borrowed tomb. He stayed there all night Friday, stayed there all day Saturday, stayed there all night Saturday, but early on that Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with power, power over the grave. Victory over death. Our Lord ascended into heaven, sent back the Holy Spirit to live in us. It's the Holy Spirit that lives in us and guides us and directs us and helps us to realize how great and wonderful God is, how great and wonderful this life can be when we trust him in spite of all the injustice, in spite of all the hardship, in spite of all the trials, in spite of all the tribulation, tribulation, we can say to God, Lord, I love you, I thank you, I love you, I adore you, I magnify your name. If you're here today and you recognize you need the Lord in your life, take time right now. Take time right now and just pause and let the Lord know that you want him in your life. I don't care if you say, I've been a member of the church, all this kind of stuff. If you do not have love for others, if you do not have love for yourself, if you do not have love for God, right now is a great time. On this Valentine's Day in the middle of Black History Month, it's a great time right now to say, God, I need you in my life. That's all our ancestors wanted. That, that, that's all your family wants for you. That's all anyone who wants anything good for you is that you can have a great life in Christ. If you want to accept Christ right now, please repeat this prayer after me. It's a prayer we're going to pray that you can accept him, that he can become Lord of your life. Just pray this with me and allow God to come down. Now, I can't pray it for you. I'm praying it so you can say the words if this is what you believe. But pray with me that God will come to your heart and transform you. And on this Valentine's Day, he'll give you the biggest, the best gift you could ever possibly have as he give you salvation. Pray this prayer if you want to accept him right now. And Father God, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. 
I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life and help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you, God, for saving me right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we celebrate with you. Go ahead and click the link that you see right there that you would click on or give us a call at the number 912-233-6597 uh, and leave a message. We'll get back with you uh, just to celebrate the fact that you've accepted Christ. And if beyond that, you want to be a member of First Alpha Baptist Church, you can do that as well. But the great thing is, is that on this day of love, in the middle of Black History Month, you committed your life to Christ to have a brand new life. We celebrate with you, and we say to God be the glory for the decision that you made on today. Thank you for sharing with us in this worship experience. I want to remind you that you can give to Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y, uh, to pay our tithes and our offerings. We just give God all we have. We just give God the highest praise, hallelujah, for what he has done and what he's doing right now. Thank you, first half, for how you have continued to support ministry and, and our, our renovations, our restoration. Thank you so much uh, for how you continue to give toward that. And again, we thank God for you. We also said you can mail your contributions here to First Alpha Baptist Church at 23 Montgomery Street, Savannah, Georgia, 31401. We want to thank you for sharing with us in this worship experience. And just know, just know, love is what love does. We have an opportunity to do the work God has called us to do for such a time as this. Keep all our observations and announcements in mind. And we again say thank you. And we praise God for you. We praise God for you, for you, for coming to share with us this day in worship on this Valentine's Day. Let us pray. God, again, we thank you. We love you and adore you. Magnify your name. Thank you for what our ears have heard, our eyes have seen, our hearts have felt. Bless us, God, and nobody can bless but you in everything that's said and done. We ask now that you strengthen us in this journey. That out of all the things we see around us, out of all the hardships, the trials and tribulations, out of what's going on in and around us, that we would be vigilant to live a life as you would have us to live, to love as you would have us to love, to care as you would have us to care, to do what you would have us to do, that you might get all the praise, honor, and glory. Again, we thank you, we love you, we adore you, magnify your name. And now we ask the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit would rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let all the people of God say amen and praise God. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.